This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The ethanol industry so far has been handling $7 corn pretty darn well. Little Sioux Corn Processor summed it up. It seemed like all we heard in 2020 was discouraging news. COVID was ravaging our economy in the United States and the world. Fuel consumption declined rapidly, which adversely affected ethanol demand, forcing plants to shut down and product inventories to explode. As the year progressed, those that were able to weather the storm in the first half of 2020 saw indicators of demand improvement and subsequent margins. We ended the calendar year in positive territory, which to us was a major accomplishment. The second fiscal quarter is usually lackluster at best and disappointing at its worst. The company cannot say that about this past three months. We've had an outstanding quarter, which is without question in the top five since we ground our first bushel in 2003. Corn prices have escalated, but ethanol has followed the trend. Distillers' corn oil and distillers' grain have gained value, keeping pace with corn. We do not see that trend often, but it has been most welcome, allowing us to turn in a quarter ending March 31st of $8 million in net income, unquote. That's right, $7 corn in the ethanol plant is profitable. Oil and gasoline prices are strong, taking ethanol with them. Summer ethanol demand, as previous pandemic shut-ins hit the open road for a change, should be phenomenal compared to last year. The industry should still get some financial help from pending COVID aid designated to go to the industry, better late than never. Green Plains Renewable Energy stock continues to tack into new highs for the year in a publicly traded expectation of positive ethanol margins. The ethanol margin is positive with $7 corn, so that the industry should be a strong fundamental buyer of $5 new crop corn. What has helped the ethanol industry a lot to this point is the change in the White House administrations. Instead of granting new small refinery exemptions, this one is canceling them. There are 70 new SRE requests that are not going to be approved. The last administration cost us about 1.5 billion gallons of ethanol demand with the RIN waivers it granted to oil interests. The RFS requires refineries to buy RINs and blend ethanol. We would prefer that they blend ethanol. On May 18th, corn fuel RINs hit an all-time high of $1.90 a gallon and biodiesel RINs hit $2 a gallon, which is incentive to blend biofuel. That is exactly how the RFS was supposed to work. Ted Cruz wanted to gut the RFS with 10-cent RINs. Refineries can make this work. The Wall Street Journal says that ethanol is subsidized when it is not. The Biden plans to end $100 billion over 10 years in oil industry tax credits, while increasing tax credits for biofuel. Contrary to general contention, ethanol reduces the cost of fuel at the pump because it is a much cheaper octane additive than the petroleum substitute would be. There's a billion dollars in Biden's budget to support biofuels between 2022 and 24. Renewal Fuels Association took some credit for the improvement in the biofuel outlook. In May, the 10th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals vacated three waivers exempting oil refiners from biodiesel blending mandates that former President Donald Trump's administration granted in the last hours of his term. It appears that the RFA's lawsuit succeeded in blocking EPA 
from returning the 260 million RINs associated with these exemptions to Sinclair, which would have reduced the demand for renewable fuels and injured American farmers, unquote. There are over 70 SRE waiver requests pending, just like the ones the previous administration approved, that will not get favorable action from this one. One of the strongest changes that they are making is to require more sustainable aviation fuel, giving those producers a $1.50 to $1.75 a gallon tax credit. The surge in biodiesel demand is sending U.S. soy oil prices sharply higher, which is supporting soybean prices. Biofuel feedstock demand is supporting both corn and soybean markets, and current prices have not generated negative margins. No demand rationing or destruction has yet occurred in biofuel demand from price highs made in these markets thus far. This should be ongoing, supporting a larger crush of all biofuel feedstock going forward. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds, who supported a measure that would have made it a requirement that E15 be sold at every gas station in the state by 2026, it also mandated 11% biodiesel. Convenience store and petroleum interest pushed back, and the measure was tabled in this session of the legislature. She is keeping it a legislative priority. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or called 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.